0: Welcome to Alger Assembly of God, and welcome to Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you. Now, I came across this this past uh, week or two. You might have seen this. In fact, it, uh, it sort of went viral, and uh, I came across it on Craigslist. I came across a news report and from a, uh, a television station. A group of young men in Spokane, Washington, needed a generic father figure For their upcoming cookout. Now, nobody operates a grill like a lawn care loving middle aged dad, or so said a group of 20 somethings in the state of Washington. College student Dane Anderson and his roommates in Spokane, Washington, posted an ad on Craigslist in the hopes of finding a grill master for a Father's Day cookout they were planning to have. Now, it was scheduled for yesterday, so I'm not sure if they succeeded. I'm not sure how the cookout went. But apparently, Anderson's own father, as well as those of his roommates, lived too far away to make it to town for the Father's Day holiday weekend. The boys say they aren't prepared yet to fill the role of barbecue dad So they're contracting out the job to interested parties in the Spokane area. We really want a dad, Anderson said. His Craigslist post is titled, Needed Generic Father for Backyard Barbecue. And that's a stock photograph that they put in their ad. This is an actual ad. You found it on Craigslist. And here's how it reads. Part of it makes it clear that he and his buddies aren't just looking for any barbecue dad. The perfect candidate should meet some of the many requirements. For starters, Anderson and his roommates specify that applicants should have a minimum of 18 years as a father, as well as a minimum of 10 years of grilling experience. It also says if his name is Bill, Randy, or Dave, all the better. Apparently, those are the father's names of this group of boys. They also want a dad who has their own grill to be able to grill hamburgers and hot dogs. They also want this grill dad to refer to all attendees as big guy, chief, sport, or champ. All the while talking about dad things like lawnmowers, building your own deck, Jimmy Buffett, etc. It's a word for word from their Craigslist ad. It says, funny anecdotes are highly encouraged. So I wonder what they had now. They were they were not looking to necessarily pay. They said we we can't pay for you. They were they would be able to pay with you know all of the meat that they could eat and all of the bubbly that they would drink. And we're not talking about uh, ginger ale. So they were looking to have a dad. Dads are important in our day and age, in our society. And just as we've uh, we've invested in and we've honored and and spoken into the lives of mothers for Mother's Day, we want to do the same here on Father's Day. And so in the the balance of our time, I want to share with you a number of principles, I want to share with you a a number of items that I think are important for dads. Now, a couple of side notes. These aren't the only attributes or qualities that are important or needed, but I, I will say this. We're taking the dad's cream soda or the dad's root beer. We're going to be using that as our guide. And so on each of these, you'll see the sermon notes on the back. Basically, we're looking to use D-A-D-S as our outline this morning. So again, those four things, certainly there's more that we ought to have, perhaps as dads, and as well, understand that if you're not a dad, if you're a man who's not a dad, if you're a mother, if you're a teenager, if you're a child, that doesn't get you off the hook this morning. So yes, we're focusing on and we're emphasizing and honoring our fathers, but I believe these are qualities, these are attributes important, not just for dads, but for all of us. So certainly the root beer and the cream soda will be for our dads, for our men, for our boys, but I believe that our principles this morning would be for all of us. So first of all, first Quality first attribute that I think are important for dads as well as for all of us would be this. We are to be devoted. Devoted. Here's a scripture in 1 Chronicles chapter 28, verse 9. And this is the Lord speaking to Solomon. And he says, And you, my son Solomon, acknowledge the God of your father and serve him with wholehearted devotion. Devotion, And with a willing mind, for the Lord searches every heart and understands every desire and every thought. If you seek Him, He will be found by you. But if you forsake Him, He will reject you. Above all else, for dads, for moms, for young people, for children, above all else, God's heart is that we would have a heart that is devoted in a relationship to Him. And above all else, in addition to our God's heart for us, in addition to God the Father's heart for us, I believe a Christian father's heart for his kids. And a Christian father's heart for his grandkids is that they would have a heart that knows and serves and loves and follows the Lord, that we are devoted to Him. It's putting God, number one, above anyone and anything else. How many of you know, not just as dads, but just people in general, there's a lot of things that compete for our attention, right? And there's a lot of good things that are out there. Yet God needs to be number one. Are we devoted to honoring and following and serving Him above all else? That's what the Lord was speaking here to Solomon, to acknowledge God. So I'm admitting, I'm appreciating, I'm recognizing who God is in my life. Do we do that as fathers, as mothers, as Men, women, children? We're to serve him, but the scripture here says to serve him with wholehearted devotion. Now, those are two words that come together that are many times pretty tough to live out. Devotion, we say, many times we can kind of lessen or weaken or water down the meaning to say, I'm doing okay with my devotion or my commitment, it's pretty good. God's desiring a wholehearted devotion. In other words, all of who I am following after serving, honoring, and obeying God. Do we have a wholehearted devotion for God? The powerful thought here says the Lord searches every heart, understands every desire, And every thought, our hearts, our minds, all of who we are, are opened up to God. He knows what it is that's in there. The goal is, let us seek after, let us be wholeheartedly devoted to God. Certainly devotion to our God, but devotion as well to our family, to our loved ones, those around us. Let's make sure that we have it in that order. It's Devotion to God, and then devotion to family. God must be number one in our lives. If we're not careful, sometimes we can get things out of alignment. We get things out of whack to where certain things are too high in the priority and other things are too low in the priority. When it comes to God, He must be first. Family is important. Job's important. Many other things are important, but God must be first. And make sure that we are committed to and devoted to our family. Making sure that we love and honor our spouse, our kids, our extended family. No doubt you've heard the phrase, you've heard the sentiments, but the best Thing we can do for best gift we can give to our kids is a solid relationship with our spouse to build and develop and grow in devotion in our household and a family to provide that safe and steady and devoted home life. Will we be devoted to God? Will we be devoted to our family? God's speaking to. Solomon, with some wisdom. The first letter of our dad's root beer or dad's cream soda encourages us to remember to be devoted, to live out a life of wholehearted devotion. Secondly, a great word beginning with A is the word available, that dads and moms and young people are we Available? Are we present? Are we available in the love that we give and share? Ephesians chapter 5, verse 2 says this Live a life filled with love for others, following the example of Christ. It's always a good place to start, right? Following the example of Christ. If we are to be devoted to God, if if we are to be committed to him, if we are to do our very best for him and in our homes and in our our jobs and, and all of the things that we do, our example ought to be to follow after his son, Jesus Christ. Following the example of Christ who loved you and gave himself as a sacrifice to take away your sins. That's the kind of availability of love towards one another and towards our family that we ought to have. Let me challenge us this morning, not just for dads, but family members. Let's not let our family members wonder what we're thinking or wonder how we feel about them. Be available in our love to say it. Those those three simple words, I love You are pretty powerful. They're they're pretty important. The good job, great job, I'm proud of you. But let's be careful that it's not just and only said. Let's do our best to also share it, display it, put it into practice. How how do we share love one to another? There's a, a lot of different ways things that we can do. Many times in in today's society, it's about things that we can purchase or buy, and and those can be excellent to a point. But let's make sure that we're, we're doing the best that we can. Dads, moms, men, women, young people, kids. Not just to say our love, but to share our love. We certainly can purchase a lot of things, lot of presence. But even more important than presence is our presence. The availability of being there, not just in our love, but in our time. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1 reads like this, there is a time for everything, a season for every activity under heaven. The Christian author and psychologist and and, uh, just a man of God, Dr. James Dobson, once said this, Children spell love, T-I-M-E. Now, certainly love can be spelled and shared as we verbalize it. Certainly love can be spelled and shared as we do things or as we buy things or as we, whatever the case might be. But it might be that time is even more valuable than stuff. You know why? Because you can't make any more time. There's, there's certainly ways and opportunities to maybe earn more money to be able to buy more stuff. That's possible. But there's no way to earn more or buy more time. Time's a limited quantity. And we've all we've all got the same amount. It's the same amount of hours, same amount of minutes, same amount of seconds in the day. So it's it's pretty valuable to share and invest, be available in our time. Now You've probably heard the the age-old question, right? Well, is it quality time or is it quantity of time? And maybe we've heard, well, Maybe I don't have as much of the quantity as I like, but what I do have is quality. May I suggest that we do our very best at both? Because I think out of the abundance, out of the quality, I'm sorry, I just messed myself up, rewind, out of the quantity of time will come quality of time. It doesn't mean that every moment and every waking second that is spent together with that loved one uh, as a spouse or a child or a grandparent, a grandchild, a family member, friend, it doesn't mean that every second of every day that there is, you know, Twitter worthy, Instagram worthy moments, and it's just so awesome. Sometimes they're just basic, general, good times, But out of that quantity, out of the time spent together, the more time we spend together and invest together will come those incredible, quality, memorable, stick with you, I can't believe this happened and I was a part of it moments. It's quantity as well as quality. Why keep messing myself up? You know what I mean. The challenge is, let it not just be about our talk, though the words that we share are great. Let's make sure that, that we can invest in our time. Gifts are great, but let's make sure that we can invest in some time together. An NBC study from a few years ago discovered that by the time the average child in America turns six years old, he or she will have spent more time watching television than they will spend talking with their fathers their entire lifetime. Let that sink in. Wow. By the time a child is six, they'll have more TV than dad time for the remainder of their entire life. It's important, not just for dads, for moms, Children, young people, all of us to invest to be available, available in our time, available in our love, able to help kind of guide and navigate some of those challenging things called life. So the challenge is can we be devoted? Can we be available? Thirdly, the letter D, what's another quality or Description of us, I I think it would be important that we would be disciplined. Not so much about do we discipline well, but are we personally disciplined? Do we have some good spiritual habits, godly habits, godly disciplines that are a part of our, our daily walk and our time with God? Are those things worth imitating? I mean, you you can't go anywhere without seeing little boys imitating daddies, little girls imitating mommies. I mean, children imitating their, their parents, they want to be like them. So are we going to then live out godly disciplines, things that would follow and seek after, search out, after God and what He would desire for us? Will others, will our family, see a heart of God in us? Do they see a heart that trusts God in the big things as well as the little things, (laughs) in the little things as well as the big things? That discipline of trust is sometimes hard to develop. And for some people, it's one or the other Many times people trust God in the big things because they know they can't handle it anyway, but then that average everyday little things of life, it's, well, I'm going to do this. Some people are the exact opposite. They give God all the little things, but then they feel like God's just too far away and he can't or he won't or he isn't going to, and so they try to handle all the big things by themselves. Do they see in us a discipline of trusting in God with our life in general? Are we disciplined in in a time of prayer, finding strength and developing that relationship with God? Are we committed to that? Are we growing in that, developing in that? Prayer and the Word of God, probably the two greatest disciplines that will help us To grow as a dad, as a mom, as a a man, as a woman, as a young person, as a child. Psalm 119, verse 105 says, Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. How many of you know that the path of life is not always so perfect? It's not, it's hard. It's tough. We go through challenges and difficulties individually, personally, in our homes, etc. We need the light of God's word to shine upon that path that we would stay committed and devoted and disciplined to finding strength, guidance, and direction in the word of God. How do we navigate in our life filled with trials and temptations and sin? The same chapter, but much earlier, Psalm 119.11 says, your word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Pointing back godly disciplines to spending time in prayer, spending time in the word of God, it's something that impacts and, and changes and challenges us. I know I was impacted by my dad. Most of you know I'd lost my dad, about 15 years ago in 2002, dad was a pastor for over 40 years. In the mid to upper 60s, mom and dad, uh, uh, dad kind of semi-retired from pastoring. They moved out to Missouri, and that's where I was finishing up Bible college. And so they were about an hour away and, and built a house down there. We got to see each other at least every week after church and church. And in this home, you know, dad, having always been in a church, had an office, had a study, and had, you know, had a desk and had bookshelves and, and all his books and everything in there. And so now, with, without a church, he wanted a study in his home. He built and, and put together this, this desk and, and bookshelves and in the process of the move, many of his books had been in boxes. Those boxes were, were stored in, in one of my brother's garages, I think. They'd had a flood, and many of them had been water-damaged. And so he had all these commentaries and studies and series and, and really didn't end up the greatest. And he took those box after box Brought them to Springfield. There's a you know many churches, a a number of Bible colleges. They had a a used bookstore, used Christian bookstore, and in a sense kind of traded them in and then came home with a bunch of Bibles, commentaries, studies, guides. And that spoke volumes to me. A man who had served the Lord for years and years and decades who had faithfully been a minister of the Lord, a pastor for 40 to 45 years. Can you imagine how many sermons and Bible studies dad had done in 40 to 45 years? Hundreds, no, thousands. And still... After all those years, after all those decades, after all of that ministry for and unto the Lord, Dad said, I'm not done learning. I'm not done growing. Yeah, I've I've got my Bible, but I've got these other studies, I've got these other resources, and I want to have them so that I can continue to grow. It was a discipline lived out in his life. Not to say that everybody's going to be a pastor for years and years, but every one of us can grow in our walk with God. We can be disciplined to pray, to read the Bible, to study, to learn, to grow in God. The more that we do that and grow, we're going to have that godly example for others to see and to follow in our homes and otherwise. Will we be devoted, available, and disciplined? Come to the final point. There's no other way to spell dads without the S. Fourth thought or quality or principle this morning is the word sensitive. I'm not meaning sensitive. Sometimes we, we talk about men and being sensitive, and sometimes that gets the Bad rap. I'm not talking about saying you've got to be a guy who cries at a Disney movie. But if you do, it's okay. Sometimes there's floaties in the eye, you know, in the air, at least in our house, there's some floaties around the, the air, and you know, sometimes it causes some little moisture, you know, that drips from my eyeballs. Not saying sensitive in that realm. Here's what I mean. It's a scripture that we read last week for our graduates. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will direct your paths. Are we sensitive to the leading and the guiding and the direction of the Lord? As it relates to our family, as it relates to our home, as it relates to others? Or are we going to be looking at only self? Because it's not just about dads, but men, women, young people, children. Are we focused on us or are we going to be sensitive to, in tune with, the needs of what other people around us are experiencing? The needs of what our home and our, our family members are experiencing. Being sensitive to the point that if we're out and about and God speaks to our heart to speak to somebody about Jesus, that we will. That there's a, a need that we can meet, that we would. Sensitive in our home, and our family, with others. Probably most importantly, sensitive to God and to his voice. The Scripture in Proverbs is all about listening and identifying God's voice, God's direction, and what He desires us to do. So first of all, we've got to be able to hear and discern and understand His voice. And that comes by that discipline that we talked about earlier. The more that we pray, the more that we spend time in His presence listening for that nudge, the more that we spend time in the in the Bible, in the word of God, the more we're going to hear him speak to our heart through that word through the prayer time through his gentle nudges. And it's not just about hearing that, it's not just about sensing what God wants us to do, it's then following, obeying, living it out, putting it into practice. Are we obedient enough that we can walk out what God desires us to do, no matter what, whatever God calls? And so as as a mom or a dad, as a man or a woman, as a young person or a child, it's not just about speaking to our fathers. Every single one of us can put some of these qualities into practice. Most of all, that we would be devoted to God, having a heart to follow after, to serve Him, being available in our love, being available in our time, being disciplined to grow in our walk with God, and then being sensitive to our family, to those around us, and most importantly, being sensitive to the voice of God.